Hello and welcome to a fresh edition of Foodocracy for Her. My name is Kalyan Karmakar and this is a series where I speak to women entrepreneurs in the food and beverage uh, business. And there's a reason why I speak to them because women in general are not associated wrongly perhaps with business and that much more with the food and beverage business. But the fact is that uh, there are women who have been doing fascinating work in this sector for some in more recent times and we've heard uh, their stories. And today we're going to speak someone who's been in a way like a pioneer in the field and a, a role model. And I must tell you that every time I end these uh, episodes, I leave uh, the room or the chat room because we are doing this for Zoom interview. Uh, very, very inspired. So regardless of which gender, community, caste, country you belong to, I can assure you that you're going to uh, finish this uh, once you finish watching with a lot of, lot of inspiration and ideas on what to do next. Uh, my guest today is a Mumbai girl, is, is a Mumbai girl and I would call her uh, the Empress of Chocolates. Uh, but the fact is that she's also a very warm and loving person. So I don't know if the word Empress and warm and loving all this go together. But the fact of the matter is that she's a fabulous uh, and pioneering uh, chocolatier and, uh, and also a very, very successful uh, businesswoman. So without much ado, because this is one chat where you get to speak, uh, listen to the uh, guest rather than me, let me call on Zeba Kohli. Hi Zeba, it's so good to see you. Uh, nice and bright and shining as always. You've had a rough few days, but it's still great to see how full of life you are. You are too, too sweet, Kalyan. A warm, loving, empress. I mean, I was dying. Thank God I'm wearing pink. So it's like <laughs> reflection. Or probably when I blush, I go white or I don't know what. But um, that was very, very kind. I would like to say that perhaps I was India's first, you know, uh, person who kind of popularized chocolate. Uh, it's you know like um, everything that it's about the fact that it's a versatile ingredient um, I kind of made it a little more non-intimidating because what you said yes I am very warm and I'm very loving to 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 my to the environment to what I'm talking to right now you know to the video to all of us um, I, I just don't know how not to be warm or loving and I must say you know Kalyan that most of the time is perceived as a weakness especially if it's from a, a person I, I don't think it's uh, whether it's man or woman but if you are too uh, you know encompassed or if you're too, you know, I, I can't, I, I have an issue trying to curb my friendliness <laughs> because I'm just friendly, you I know, know, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so yeah, yes, that's me. I, I, I completely agree with uh, I completely agree with what you said because, you know, I have first known you uh, through your chocolates when, you know, I've, I've uh, bought and had the fantasy chocolates over the years. Then, then I've seen you in magazine articles and your, uh, the books you've written, the TV shows. And then uh, for the last two or three years or maybe a bit more uh, because of my work in food I've, I've got to meet you at uh, you know, different events where we've been together and, uh, and and you've come across as someone who who's so warm and you know when you see someone uh, from the pages of a magazine or a screen of a television in real life uh, you, you don't know how the person 
will be. And I also agree with you that uh, sometimes people feel that you know, uh, should one be uh, warm? Should one be compassionate? And can one still run a successful uh, business? So perhaps you can uh, today shatter some myths because uh, you can be compassionate and and run a uh, very fabulous uh, business. So yeah, we are going to shatter some uh, myths today. So um, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, I was very interested by the fact that you said that your main shop is uh, 75 years old. That's that's quite a bit of family legacy. Would you can you can you tell us a bit more about that? So I grew up in the chocolate business, Kalyan. I did not start it. I'm a physics student. Uh, my nana, my mother's father, my maternal nana. He uh, his backbone was refrigeration, cleaning agents, uh, banqueting. We were in the banquet space. Um, you know, he he was uh, a different kind of guy. Um, and his also calling was science. My mom was a microbiologist. And um, yeah, so uh, my my dad, uh, like his calling was architecture. So I think that it's it's just curiosity which was in my blood. Um, I never cared for everything, you know, what I studied, but I had photographic memory. So whatever, when I chose to do well, then I would do well. And yes, in the ICSE, I wanted to not be this little. Uh, you know, foolish mastiwali. So I did, you know, apply my mind, use my photographic memory, no matter two days before exams, but I did it well with 100% focus and I did okay. But um, I kind of grew up, like, I enjoy practical, I enjoy experience. I'm not too much into academia unless it's the subject of my choice. So I am just crazy about languages um, and I'm really really crazy about science that's me and I love English to work on the radio because I like to polish me because it's about me Forget about that, it's you're born in India and you know all of that. So we only think in Hindi or Marathi. I'm a Maharashtra yes. and I live in Maharashtra hmm. and I have maximum of Buju friends. Same thing was about chocolate, Kalya. I used to go from school to work. I do not remember not going to office. As a baby, I'd take my little tiffin and I'd be <laughs> at my mom's office while she, she was there and uh, she'd be. Would you disturb her, or were you a good, uh, good, were you a good daughter, or were you mischievous? Would you, would you disturb so her? So I, she always knew because my eyes were dancing that I wanted to eat <laughs> chocolate. So I slam into her uh, room and with my nana as well, who was in the other cabin, and I bring my tiffin, and she'd say, "Okay, baby, I'll meet you in the, you know, where we all ate in this cafeteria yes. dining area." And I'd be sitting there, and my mom would, you know, come in, and then, you know, we chat and. And so that was a great bonding and also I realized that um, it's very important to develop skills. So at a very young age when my granddad needed typing during a lunch hour for the people who were in the office or my mom, I used to sit at the typewriter and I used to use my single finger. Wow. So it was all as a kid. 
and um, and even in school we had this subject called SUPW which had forced you to learn organization. Yeah. I remember that. Some useful periods wasted. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we, I think exactly. I think it was socially socially useful productive work. Even we are yeah. <laughs> socially but, useful. But, but it taught me typing in shorthand. Now to have forgotten shorthand, but that time in office, like while my mum would be dictating, you know, a letter or my nana, because in those days the computers were not there. Yes. Um, so I just remember that I would be practicing my shorthand and then telling all my little girls who would be typing, "I'm letting you know, you have to do it." And then I would be sitting on the telephone operator saying, "Hello, this is you know so and so." And then I'd go down to the chocolate shop because my mother and my nana, even though they loved it, they would say, "Okay, it's disruptive." So you know, baby, go to the chocolate shop. Me leke jao. Zyada chocolate mat khilana. I would be down eating zyada chocolate, doing extra masti, but I was learning skills, Kalyan. So this is when you were eight. This is when you were eight. I I I mean, I don't know when I never went to office. But I would definitely know it was single digits that I started learning skills. And Zeban, Zeban, the chocolate factory. Yeah, totally. Zeban, <laughs> the Zeban running amok in the chocolate factory is more like it. And uh, then I I realized once I reached double digits that I could single double finger type. I could stir chocolate. I could. Um, Learn roasting of nuts and making rocks and dipping biscuit was just nothing. Yes. So I really used to do that. Like in school, I would be sleeping in PE because I was a nice round little tub till I was twelve, I think so. Because all I dreamt about is eating and sleeping and really having a good time and making everyone around me have a good time. But why? In the eighth grade, I I became a little, you know, aware. And by the tenth grade, I grew up in chocolate. I wanted to do more. I wanted to um, kind of know more. So I used to apply science. And yeah. sadly, just when I think I was, I turned eighteen, or I was going to turn eighteen. Um, by the time I was fifteen or sixteen, my mum had to take over the business because my nana. Was old. She was the youngest child. So, na- uh, uh, sorry, just to interject with the non-Hindi speaking, uh, Nana is maternal grandfather. Yeah, your, your mother's father. Yeah, yeah. and um, and to, and my father's father would be Dada. Yes, I never so in, met him, but in, he's in, my Dada. In Bengali, it would be uh, Thakurda, uh, father's not- father, and uh, mother's father would be Dadu. So, all the all the oh. more affectionate ones are for mothers. So Dadu and Didima, and father is more respectful. So Thakuma and Thakurda. Oh yeah. my God, that is just adorable. I love languages, so I'll never forget now. Yes. And um, yeah, so just to cut to the chase, I know that I, with uh, my mum, had a setback also. Uh, very early in her youth, um, I had barely. I was 18 or turning 18, and I remember I took over the business. I became a director. Wow. And and by that time, I had basic understanding and basic skills. Hmm. So then there was no looking back, Kalyan. 
and and were you a student still at that point and were you oh, you, yeah. you were studying your physics and all of that at that time uh, no 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 when i when my nana had to back i was around 16 i was yanked out of my science college and put into a commerce college i slept through the whole college and when i graduated i would read accounts once go to the tutorial and get five so at 85 marks i put my pen down and trust me having a photographic memory is not a compliment because nothing <laughs> went in the brain i only remembered what i wanted to remember so the thing is my nana like we were in refrigeration and cleaning agents and my nana was in the hospitality industry so i know that people um refrigeration air conditioning logistics uh humidity control of humidity yes um the the need for your environment to have certain temperature controls i gathered at a very young age and that, because that sort of tied in with that. and that sort of tied in with your physics studies and all um, that as well so it it didn't yeah like i i don't know if it tied in for with either physics or chemo or bio but it just made logical sense to me and and it just went into my mind so as i went on to complete my um commerce my i graduated from you know with a commerce and accounting degree in this, uh, for work i i won a scholarship uh, for my mcom but I didn't have the luxury of doing it until today actually I keep applying to business schools uh in India uh, wherever I can you know get the opportunity but I haven't had the luxury of really taking time out for a long duration of time but what I do is take time out now for short durations of time for workshop for work and play of course life you know otherwise makes you a dull boy so i make some time for play i make some time for working my body because as i shared with you earlier you one learns the hard way and i make lots of time for work so, well, so that, that's about it i think that's a wonderful lesson you gave to uh, you know all uh, budding entrepreneurs or even people who are halfway there to learn to balance like work as well as to keep skilling oneself upskill like they say and and also to uh, take some time off i think all three are equally uh, important you you can't it's it's life is about mind body and soul and you once you actually figure out what makes you smile because life without smiling and laughter is is i don't know what it is yes but because i even now i'm trying i keep look at myself to see am i smiling to why because i have a habit you know like i just have smile <laughs> because i'm always that's happy <laughs> i don't know what to do but but that's me you know like 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 chocolates uh, there you, you can never have enough of smiles i think uh, never. you know never why why and why <laughs> at one time i used to make a controlled effort you know wearing my structured clothes because i was always told that your being so effusive is a weakness ziba you're taken for granted so for a while i just tried at least you know when i had to do something so i tried to maintain my composure and i was very composed always because i was always happy i didn't care <laughs> and uh, but the thing is i just realized after some years that 
I'm not going to change who I am. Week to week, I want to do what I want to do, and I made time. But I learned it a little, a little later. When so I, I, I <laughs> so Ziba, I want to ask you one question that. Um, you know um taking off from what you said mm-hmm. that um you know there are two schools of thoughts yeah. one is that uh, people will say that there's a particular way of behaving or conducting yourself in a particular trade or business mm-hmm. and and you need to sort of uh, be in that mold there is another school of thought which says that be yourself and uh, you know there's also unity in diversity and each individual is different so um what is your advice to people who feel that maybe they do not confirm and maybe they need to change themselves uh you know g- given that you didn't uh i mean you did and then you went back so um, what is your advice like can you be yourself and still run a successful business so kalyan uh, this is a bit of a, maybe i didn't explain it right the only thing i tried not to be is over friendly in a business environment and sometimes especially because in my earlier years it was male dominated yes because uh, you know i was just you know always happy and dressed up in the way i would be and laughing and introducing myself and nobody got the name zebra so i'd say hi i'm zebra with a vr <laughs> you know like and it came so naturally and, and i was like Ziba, control yourself. So I mean, I try to control only those parts of my my speech and my behavior, but I never changed myself other than what was required by certain amounts of knowledge, training, discipline. So if I mean, I was never, I would never go unprepared um, for anything. So it's like a TEDx talk. So I've given a couple already. and you know like i again i'm a last minute queen and i i just for my second one i remember i checked i googled and the man said he's given the most tedx talks uh, in the world and he said please understand the way you deliver is through practice practice and practice so there were some things that i never compromised kalya so when you say be yourself yeah you mean uh you know today it is you can't judge people by way of dress or their personality you got to firstly you can't judge people period yes yes secondly if you are work trying to get in for a job or take on people for a job you need to actually look at skills does it fit or it doesn't fit yes the personality of a person of course plays a very important role because you if you are hiring someone for a particular reason they need to have decorum for yes. and etiquette for that yes. particular reason so and if you are just you know uh, maybe it's a saturday because we have fun on saturday uh, people you know like you you wear uh, really easy peasy clothes in my you know this is started by my younger brother and um you know jeans and whatever you know like it's a chill day so that's a chill day but when you go to meet a client and and share that should be your focus you know yes like there were always i always applied common sense i'll be honest about that 
and yes i try to not over laugh loud because i, I mean i love my cyrus brocha and kunal vijay <laughs> i know that they show was such a riot oh the, god your no. your episode with them on your show was such a riot kalyan the producer told me in my inner ear because they give you a mic yeah yeah stop it yo you because of you forget me they are too mad but i was acting like that really i don't know what <laughs> especially cyrus i think kunal no, is what? kunal off camera is like you know kunal but cyrus at any moment is cyrus this <laughs> i i and when i have to introduce myself to people who know cyrus i say i'm like a female cyrus so i really <laughs> And this is something no one knows about me. Only my family knows about me. Yes, and I my daddy, no, and my my both my they all have lots of mirth and humor. <laughs> but my husband, like sometimes in the most business meeting when I'm with him and I'm meeting all his business, so I say, "Hi, I'm Zebra with the R." <laughs> and that you know, Rajesh looks at me. Rajesh is very amused, and he he knows that Zebra really Zebra didn't realize, and then Zebra realized. but then it just breaks the ice that <laughs> i wish to be lived but work is worship i think you uh, you know the tedx example you gave is a very uh, good one yeah. because i i gave my first i learned, uh, I learned first tedx talk uh, just before the lockdown at tedx uh, city wow. meadows at nasik and and i am also a complete last minute person like you said uh, my way of you know presenting is to get on stage and say okay what's the topic and let's talk but uh, there's someone called nidhi uh, agarwal who runs that particular tedx serin meadows and she believes in practice 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 so you know we had we had to you know we were assigned mentors we went through it and then we reached nasik and then the you know the previous day we were all in a boardroom and and we were asked to sort of give the talk and i never done that before and i was the first person i was like so i completely slept talked my way through it and and next morning again they opened with me So that was a very different thing. I think I'm a I'm a match performer. I'm not a, a net practice guy. But I think that all that you know effort which we put in and the talk and all that, like which meant that yeah, because when I was on stage, like the topics and the points just came. In. You know, it, it just. And in fact, there was one point where uh, the slides sort of got stuck, but uh, you know there was no concern or. So Ziva, I want. Thank you, and That's and then the log. Chocolates, you know. Because and then the lockdown happened yeah but for me coming back to chocolate very quickly the only way i learned like a lot of the times i meet people i meet managers who manage chefs i meet chefs themselves um they are confused whether who i am because they will find me wearing pretty clothes in the front row second row third row of a fashion show yes. i mean i'm born i'm a gift from god to me so i love i love you know I I maybe a little more um because I don't want to miss a minute in my life. I know too much about life Kalyan. I know too much of my life. But I've been told that you know Ziba is not a chef because I genuinely have not taken 7 years off, 3 years off, 5 years off to go to a culinary school. Hmm. And then I developed you know a physical issue which you know because I'm very tall and um Yeah, I never exercised the muscles of my back, so I couldn't even for a period of my time I couldn't even pick up heavy, heavy weights. You know, and I'm only sharing this because it is about real topics today. 
Absolutely. You are Absolutely. as real as it gets, Kalyan. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the people who are watching your show are, are real human beings. Yes, I did definitely wake up and do my hair, but that's me. You know, but I never ever like the one thing when you said Ziba did you try to change so I only tried to change the right things that yes. were parameters that you're supposed to be like if you go to dance you 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 control yourself you don't you know so I tried to do what was right logically right I never really changed anything because i thought someone else was doing it and maybe that's right i always thought it you know that's that's, that's that's such an important message because for people in any field you know who are who are looking at entering a field or who are in it like uh, you know I've, i've been writing on food for about uh, 13 years and even now at various points i feel that should i shift to this sort of writing will i focus more on everyday life so sometimes i wonder should i do some more scholastic stuff or or more on history or more on uh, chef stories or events and and then i try to so so this is an i'll i'll keep remembering what you said that be true to yourself but try to excel at that i think logicize yes i think that's the message yeah. that do do good i mean uh, try to improve uh, try to skill yourself mm, um i want to ask you one thing ziva you you uh, you you took over the family business when you were 18 Yes. All right. And uh, and and you're also a woman entrepreneur and, and this show is about that. Over the years, uh, when you look back, which was tougher? Taking um, being a very young entrepreneur, not even a young but a very young. You know, they have these top 30 30 list, 40 40, you'll be top I don't know, 18 18 list or or being a woman entrepreneur because you also said in the beginning it was male dominated. So which of the two were uh, you know bigger barriers to break youth or being a woman, woman was uh, definitely um, something i learned along the way um being youthful worked in my favor because the resilience of youth makes you oblivious yes all the time and i am an extremely like if you and now you know me i am not only optimistic but i am you know i'm walking I, i i if i fall down which i've done unlimited times in the middle of a speech i am absolutely crazy i will laugh and pick myself up so i i made mad blunders um but being a woman just i think it's just added the most brilliant dimension into being a human being and yes today's young gen um the millennials the gen z's um the truth really is kalyan that there is no difference in urban cities and extremely advanced countries about the sex of your offspring or the person you hire hmm. but as a young child who laughed a lot um who worked equally hard because i i i that's the other lesson i mean focus yes learn skill but work hard then you can't just say oh it's on my board vision board or oh you know do it it's about you no one's going to do it for you 
if you do it then the magic happens the more you do the luckier you get so yes as a youthful person i was slighted on many many occasions or i would say probably in a lot of occasions because a i was young b i was uh, a female um so yes that happened a lot so and especially if you don't uh if you're not a very serious nerdy type like i am but no one really knows that you know because that's what i like i'm very serious i'm very disciplined when i need to be and i i live breathe and enjoy whatever's on my plate so today you and today we are on the plate this is it this is my 100% life amazing and it um i learned a lot made me so, a better person so that's that's truly amazing i mean what you also said right now two things one is that it's it's great to have a vision and focus like you said but also then work on it and and the no second question. and and the second is what's on your plate and and that's a lovely a food metaphor as well so i in fact sometimes people you know uh, laugh at people who photograph food for uh, instagram but for me it's like a homemade like even if it's like what i'm eating at home but uh, for me like taking a picture for instagram is a way of saying this uh, perhaps and and then like you know mindfulness and and focusing on on your how beautiful it is the most important thing absolutely absolutely we have forgotten simplicity kalyan yes yes and we have gone into so much else given everything importance i'm not saying skin care is not serious i'm not saying i'm i've been everything i've modeled for brands i've walked the ramp i i still you know today at my age when i'm asked and i'm asked a lot i will happily do it so i yes i i used to be a jack of all trades now i choose the trade and try to master it to the best of my ability that is a very important thing and what you really said is which part was harder yes. so being a female is is another level of blessing it's not that i don't love my the male around me my brothers my dad my father in law nana dada my husband oh my god but being a woman is has a a different dimension when you discuss a business strategy and expansion we talk about the next vertical so a woman is doing all of it but she has been blessed with one more vertical which cannot be substituted by artificial intelligence or the man you know that's the way it is that's the way it is i love how you put it that it's 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 actually a blessing uh to be a woman so instead of being defensive about it to to sort of uh, use it as a vertical like you said a business a vertical like one more axis of uh, growth that's uh, such a fabulous way of looking at it now zipa i want to ask you that you know when you when you took over the family business mm-hmm. at that time uh, and in india uh, chocolate was of course very coveted and and very rare a treat 
for most of India. Uh, you know, it was the ultimate treat. But it was also um, a bit of a commodity, in a sense that one did not know much. I mean, there was okay, there was dairy milk, milk chocolate, fruit and nut, and that's about it. And I think that with fantasy uh, chocolates, you were the one who first sort of showed how there could be different dimensions of chocolate and. and that's not very long back just maybe like a decade back or something like that which is when i first started interacting with your brand or maybe 15 years back at the store at worley and then at hill road so tell me a bit about that journey that how did you take chocolate into the next level what motivated you to do that and and how did you do that so i think my inherent hunger my inherent fire in the belly my curiosity um constantly upgrading my skill upgrading myself um also being a people's person understanding tastes understanding trends uh, you know it's very important to be a voracious reader um it's important to be alive that's the first thing and being alive means being well informed and then using that information to process it your way and working at skilling yourself so this to me is even today a, a a constant process like i'm devouring whatever's available on the internet i may not have time to read it all completely or uh, it may all of it is not going to interest me but it's important and i think that is very important for the young entrepreneur today is you never know what you're going to really want It's like the song by Baz Luhrmann for Moulin Rouge, and that song. It's it. Oh no, sunscreen was not for Moulin Rouge. Pardon me. It's a song called Sunscreen. It's more like a. Uh, it's it's a it's a verse set to music. It's prose set to music, and it's about. Don't be nervous if you're forty and you don't know where you're going, because most people have no idea. for me it was i was put in my family business the question i asked myself is it your calling and it isn't so i made what my subject is science apply so i kept going back my mind is logical i'm a hard worker and this is on my plate in this life i want to make give it my best shot sometimes you choose sometimes you don't get to choose sometimes you like you study for it but it's not your thing it doesn't make you better or worse it makes you human and no one no one can judge you no one including you do not judge yourself because it's your life no one's paying your bills and you cannot judge either like it cuts both ways you're not paying anyone's bills enjoy you know and it's easier said but i promise you kalyan my life has not been easy i make it easy i choose to enjoy every step of the way i i love i i love what he said in fact if, if i was looking down it's it's because of my kitchen it's jumping <laughs> all over and and i think he lives by the same motto But uh, but you know what everything we just said, which is don't judge people, don't judge yourself, is, is such an important uh, lesson. And and I wish us, I had met you when I was in my late thirties. And I'll tell you what, why? Because I was in market research then, 
um, you know, and 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 I was already writing my blog, but uh, I sort of by then I figured out that this is not my calling, market research, but I but but I did not know what to do next. Like and and the verse which you just quoted that when it's even if you're in your forties you might not know. So there were certain people whom I admired at that time. One is the late Anthony uh, Bourdain. Then uh, you know there's a gentleman called Simon Majumdar who's a food writer. Of course, I know. Food writer. So, uh, so in their lives, and I know Simon Anthony Bourdain, of course, I knew as a, a fan. But but I knew that both of them had made career shifts in their lives when they were in their forties. Uh, you know, Bourdain had moved from being a cook to a author. Uh, Majumdar had left uh, being a. So I would keep telling myself that there is uh, hope. You know. And and I think that is is when I turned forty, uh, uh, so when two thousand sixteen. So two thousand thirteen fourteen is when I made the shift towards uh, food writing, and and I think that uh, you know it's it's been a. So I told myself that if these guys did it at their forties, I think it's going to happen for me as well, and it did. So you know. But talking it's, it's of all about you, life is about you. I never know what if if this is the right thing. I do not know would I have ever chosen to be here. I have decided to make my life worth living, Kalyan, and I am permanently judged by by being told to my face that you are not a chef, you don't qualify, and I'm like okay, because one day I told I was eating lunch or dinner on on the table. and my younger child okay now they are adults yes and my older child uh, we air at over meals so it's very precious and we try to eat together whenever possible so i i learned from them so much and it was my kids when i said you know gosh um like i have a feeling that maybe i the person didn't like me or approve of what i have done so i am not a part of this particular project and my girls have told me oh don't give yourself that kind of importance <laughs> why would you even imagine that let it go and that is actually what i was i went into joy you know probably i must have gambled because that is exactly how i've lived my life oh well next one <laughs> and i have never waited you know kalyan the other thing is you can't wait for anything to happen you need to take a bull by its horns and do the thing yourself yes and it's not easy it's not easy none of this is easy business is not easy business in lockdown not easy talking not easy It it it's it's like a baby. It's like a pet. You need to. In fact, you said uh, making chocolates is like a pet. So I'm going to get yeah, my, yeah. my pet. Just Please come, come here. Name Ki. Ah, wait, 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 wait. Ah, there you are. So, is this uh, to, five months old? This this is it's his birthday today. Oh, five God. month old birthday. Oh, Approximately birthday. one or two days here. <laughs> so why is chocolate making like a pet? Yeah, you were telling me yesterday. Why is chocolate making like a pet? Are you a chocolate? A product? Yes, I I really think <laughs> I think that we are discussing and holding chocolate because it is this love that you need to love your product. People say, "Oh, my tempering is not working. My tempering is not working. 
ये रियल चॉकलेट क्या चीज है मैं कंपाउंड चॉकलेट से चॉकलेट बनाऊं क्या सब कुछ ठीक है कल्याण बट वेन इट इज अ रियल चॉकलेट और एनी काइंड ऑफ चॉकलेट यू नीड टू नो द टेस्ट यू नीड टू नो वट द चॉकलेट मीन्स the type of temperature climate the type the way it should be melted um the kind of nuts you know if it's a white if it's a milk if it's a ruby if it's a blonde whatever it is what pairs with it does it work will it last how do you transport it it's about yes chocolate is lovely everyone loves it you zap it and then you pour it over ice cream you got a gorgeous melted chocolate um easy to make a fudge sauce with a bit of butter and whatever you know you have a line around in the house i say sugar you whisk cream ganache very easy very difficult to be in the business of chocolate yes there are nuances it's like your pet it's like anything it's about knowing what they need it's about taking care how you leave them in the house chocolate need care while from the minute it enters your boudoir your boutique your working area your factory you need to know how to protect it how to use it how, what condition that it has to reach your client it needs a lot of understanding so you yeah. got a young you got a young chocolate here you know uh, nimki's got such a lovely grounding now thanks to listening to you uh on on chocolates but you know tell me uh ziba sometimes the belief is that uh, chocolate is a very sophisticated product and you perhaps need to belong to uh, a certain class of society or had a certain experience uh, yourself before getting into it but from what i understand all your uh, chefs uh, most of them do not really come from very uh, well to do backgrounds right it's a uh, would you like to tell us a bit about that about I your team so so my nana um my mama my 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 mother's brother um he used to love going through um zurich uh and he was studying outside india in america and he passed away and every time he came back the all he told my family my maternal family was you know i i want i love strawberry chocolate one day i will start something which is artisanal and in his memory uh my nana my mother's uh, dad and mom started this product called fantasy because it was his fantasy yes and my nana was uh, a philanthropist uh, he ran an educational trust um he he did a lot for students he believed in children students i took it to another level because i also have added a dimension of the partially sighted and non i make a braille chocolate bar uh, and i uh, kind of i believe um, well i understood cancer and i learned a lot of you know things that work and the, the treatment for cancer a great journey so i became a counselor voluntary counselor at uh, mumbai's a couple of really good hospitals and uh, for taking my nana's need he 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 took on the underprivileged and destitute women of society i've taken it to another dimension because in my time there are men and women who come from really good places you know 
uh, in my nana's time they were you know maybe abused or husband was an alcoholic you know taboo uh, things that were taboo uh, they were well widows or or you know had uh, victims of a divorce perhaps um so he would take them in and he would teach them whatever you know he had very good people very good sh- uh, chefs and uh, incidentally the reason i wrote the book for cadbury for the 70th year celebration is because mr cadbury and my nana were good friends and wow. he used to give my nana um covering chocolate couverture and my nana would use that chocolate to convert it into artisanal chocolate yeah so that was the story about factors and then of course go ahead please go ahead and then of course there are now in my time um, i have so many people uh, someone who wanted to get into railways but didn't make it someone who wanted to get into a government job but didn't make the cut someone who uh, whole family is a police officer but he didn't make the cut because at a very young age he had a very high number i think for what he wanted to get into so um so yeah that's what fantasy is about and we have professional chefs uh, who come in i hire them for periods of time to come and train my chefs and my my chefs um, they may not have gone to culinary institutes but i would like to say that they probably have better i would say you know credibility um their work is deliberate and not by default you know we work with we create our design and we work we don't wait for things to happen um and they do it i think I'll, maybe you know they are way better than me too so so there's huge joy huge joy and huge learning i i think it's uh, i mean what you said and i know you mean it when you when you say that uh, you know you have no compunctions in saying that they're better than you and and i'm oh, sure yeah. that's that's your humility saying it but uh, but uh, i'm saying that the way like your family business has sort of taken uh, different elements of society uh, across and and you know and in a way of running the business it's not something which you're doing just to maybe take take a stand or something like that but that's the way you run the business and i think that um, you know what we're talking of right in the beginning about compassion i think that uh, this is a very important way of uh, you know so i want to ask you a question since this is about entrepreneurship uh, you know a lot of people feel that uh, you know if you're a chef or a baker uh, it's or, or even a writer or anything like that you know you understand the creative part very well but you you may not be a successful uh, businessman or business person so uh, what in in all these years of running a business right since as a tender age have you learned uh, what is it that makes a successful business a success what makes a business work so i wish i knew the formula because i'd apply it to myself <laughs> uh, but the fact is that something that is done keeping trends taste and the market demand supply situation very much in mind uh doing a correct profit analysis and when you open a chapter 
that chapter needs to have a closure so leaving loose ends like i make good chocolate i will pack it well oh so and so is charging this price so i will charge this price and not marketing it or spreading the word or understanding the implications that home entrepreneurs will understand soon because if you manufacture even in your house it is important to have certain levels of hygiene along with the knowledge and the urge to do something you need to know and register you need to have um you know everything is fun word of mouth when it's just starting up you know like baby artisans but it shouldn't end there if it's a hobby that's fine but if you're talking business which is what you said so there needs to be a phase wise strategy it need not be that i want a dozen uh, stalls you know if that's what you want that's fine but it need everyone doesn't have the same need but when you use the term business one needs to read up on business you know you just can't because mummy and daddy said i should do it or i need money to do it but that that works while it stays a hobby probably you sell enough or you manage to do well in seasons like diwali because there whatever is put out at whatever vertical of products essential not every single thing has a need and has a, a demand but if you want to steam the business levels of control um, statements by the government for home printers you know knowing what if you sell a particular level you need to know your sales tax you need to buy for gst these things don't just go away you know they need to be thought through after you understand that you want to take your hobby further into a business and that's, not helps yes so that's that's so beautifully summed up i mean the differentiation between hobby and business and the fact that business requires a certain amount of scale and i keep saying this also that phase wise of course you've done it but uh, and i'll probably study it a bit more or, or as a researcher and all that but it's it's so important to look at uh, life uh, i think phase wise i think that's so uh, you know uh, i i can keep talking to you because there's so much to learn but i've got about 5 minutes so i want to ask one very specific question to you uh you have uh, encountered various hardships in in life uh in in running you've had two very bad spells of uh, health which one knows of with your back issues and so on and uh, and 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 now there's a current crisis which people across the world are facing which is the covid uh, pandemic and and uh, you know it's it's affected people and businesses across the world so your uh, learnings in in terms of how you came up came out of both these uh, personal obstacles as well as these environmental obstacles what is it that uh, one needs to keep in mind when one is completely down and out and you feel that abhi kuch nahi hoga now it's it's the end of the story what can pick you up and how do you come back how do you how do you become rocky you know for the exactly how rocky became rocky ah just sheer perseverance hard work prayer positivity 
back to hard work and everything teemed with knowledge you need to know you need to keep yourself informed you need to know what others are doing you need to know what competition which i believe you only excel if there is competition i love competition i generate my own competition i have taught chocolate making since i was 23 years i believe in it um my one thing that i would say i would rather say one word okay and that word is across board fitness of your mind fitness of your body fitness of sorry we've lost you Yeah, yeah, I, I missed you at the end. So uh... no, I, again, you can you can edit. Basically, for me, it's fitness. One word: fitness of the mind, which is only about knowledge. Fitness of the body, which you cannot negotiate, no matter what. I did. Fitness of your heart and soul is nothing. but taking a little bit of time out for things you like to do which is puja prayer and spend time with your loved ones your older family members cook you know do it with your heart that fitness wow what what a wonderful note to uh, end with siva fitness like you said one word and and so many dimensions of it mind body soul and and uh, you know one had never thought of it this way and i think that uh, a very important thing which is to have a in a way a one word or one line uh, to the summary so in my head this word is going to be drummed in uh, at the end of this uh, chat fitness thank you thank you so much and also best wishes to your daughter who i believe is launching something uh, which is to encourage women onto entrepreneurs uh, uh, it's um, my one daughter is launching something special to her heart um, and my other daughter is also working on very important things so i accept your good luck and your blessings and i give it right back at everyone who's watching and at Thank you so much. It was an absolute, absolute pleasure, and thank you so much from uh, for sharing from your heart, and uh, and and also giving so much, uh, you know, very, very impactful guidance. And this is why I said warm and loving, as well as a successful <laughs> businesswoman. Thank you.